0: Welcome back to Cthulhu Light Show, your one-stop shop for nerd news you've already heard and opinions you don't need. On today's episode, we'll be discussing some nerd news and then a little-known indie game called Minecraft. Uh, And also, I'm Dakota. I'm Brian. And is that that funny yet, guys? Eight episodes in?
1: Hmm.
0: Would I oh-so-conveniently forget my name, give it a nice little dramatic pause?
1: They can't answer you, bro. Oh, fuck, that's right. They Alright, moving
0: on. So let's move on to some nerd news here. Brian, there's a hell of a lot of news today. We really to parse this down. Let's get right into it, though. What's the first topic
1: here? Uh, So I felt like we definitely needed to talk about that Dan DiDio, who has been co-publisher of DC Comics for about ten years, uh, was abruptly fired recently. Um, It was a pretty big deal for the comic book industry. For, for one thing, this sparked a lot of rumors, most of which had no substantiation or basis in fact whatsoever. All we really know for sure is that DiDio was fired supposedly for fostering a negative work environment. What we do know is that a few editors left recently over clashes with him, and uh, Scott Snyder, who's a pretty big name at, at DC creatively, um, has supposedly clashed with him over the direction he wants to take DC. However, Didio was a pretty pretty beloved person within DC, at least like as a person, maybe not as a creative mind, but so some people have cast doubt on this explanation and claimed that ATT intervened to have him removed for some reason or another. We can't really say for sure. I believe the granddaughter of the founder of DC has come out and claimed that AT and T is responsible, but I don't think she's actually in a position to know that one way or the other. Um, so, uh, so what, what, what do you think about uh, Dan DiDio, owner of the DC DiDio, being fired? <laughs> um, I, I,
0: don't, I don't like it. Yeah. Um, Dan uh, DiDio? Yes. God, finally spent a long time long i like to admit mispronouncing uh Dan DiDio's last name so uh I'm not big on on the on you know firing Dan DiDio because uh you know he was you know co-publisher of DC for what 15
1: years I think it was closer to 10 but I could be wrong
0: it's been a long time and he's he's Seeing the company through uh, New Fifty Two yeah. and DC Rebirth when they introduced all the Watchmen characters, yeah. Which, uh, for what I did read, I, I did enjoy the DC Rebirth. Yeah, I'm interested in where they're gonna go uh, with the whole uh, 5G thing. I uh, which yeah. it reminded me that AT and T is uh, owns uh, DC. Yes. Yeah. Which. Uh, it, it, it's not fun anymore. That, that's... Like, first I'm like, ooh, 5G. Fifth generation. Then I'm like, oh, wait, that's just a fucking... That's just a cell phone data joke. Get the fuck out of here, it, guys. It's,
1: frankly, it's like a plug. It's like they want subliminally incept uh, 5G into people's brains. Yeah.
0: That's how the mind control waves get out.
1: Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Um, <laughs> I will say for, for DiDio... Like any c- person involved in a creative business, he has done good things and bad things. Um, I personally think New 52 was bungled from a creative perspective, but from a financial perspective, it was a smash hit. You know that was one of the most successful like comics initiatives in recent memory. Um, I've complained to you a little bit in the past that like I always felt New 52 was a reboot without teeth. They decided to reboot everything and claim that. You know, we were starting at day one with all of our heroes, but they wanted to have their cake and eat it, too. Like, oh, Batman's only been Batman for five years, but he's had, you know, Dick Grayson and Jason Todd and uh, Tim Drake and... Um, Damian Wayne, and I think one of the girl Robins, he's had all of those Robins in the space of five years, because... Jesus! Right! Because we... That's an insanely high mortality rate! Because we want to make sure that you know our heroes are young, we want to pretend it's a fresh start, but we also we're afraid to upset the people who like the old continuity. So, they they could not make up their mind how they wanted to handle New 52. I never really... Like, I feel like if you wanted to earn that reboot, you should have started at the ground and built up like you did in the you know in the first place for the most part rebirth um was also pretty successful it was it was the old like coke classic conspiracy theory where like you know (laughs) new 52 was around long enough that you know maybe we're starting to see some loss in revenue and maybe people are getting a little sick of it guess what dc classic you know old superman's back he's like you remembered he has a son it's great you know um what guys is the Watchmen. Watchmen, remember those right
0: yeah god damn Man, like, people give, us especially, give a lot of different medias shit (laughs) for the constant reboots and restarts. Yeah,
1: I'm not a fan of reboots, personally.
0: Man, Hollywood's got fucking nothing on the comic industry.
1: Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Especially DC. Yeah, didn't they just reboot Marvel as well? Marvel has never... Truly rebooted. They've done time time skips, and they do relaunches where they constantly bring their characters back to number one issues. But like the continuity is usually not affected by that. Um, that's one of the things oh, I prefer right. about Marvel is the continuity is convoluted and doesn't always make sense, but it has been pretty much continuous. You know. But uh, but, but yeah. I'm
0: kind of interested in the whole five G thing. Aside from mm. the the dumb marketing. I'll probably give it a shot. I've been meaning to get back into comics for a while now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you should. I've been really enjoying a lot of stuff that's been coming out. Um, yeah,
0: like, like DC especially. I, I've I, I read a few New 52 era uh, books. Mm-hmm. I, I really tried to get into the whole DC Rebirth thing. I fell out like a month later. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really give that a chance.
1: Well, uh, the funny thing about 5G is, you know we were just talking about how there's, you know, Dan DiDio was responsible for the big reboot of New 52, and then kind of like a partial reboot with um, Rebirth. Well, 5G is like completely shaking things up. For those who don't know, the whole point of 5G is that the current generation of superheroes will go into retirement or be put on the shelf and have new people, new heroes, younger characters, take up their mantle. So, like, Luke Fox, who is Lucius Fox's son, is supposed to become Batman in the 5G initiative. Um, But part of the reason they're doing 5G is apparently DiDio already had another crisis lined up, which the last crisis was not that long ago. Oh, God. So, like... DC's a little too reboot-happy, and clearly DiDio w- liked the dollar signs that came with reboots regardless of, like, the kind of burnout that people might experience.
0: I mean, there's always... It's, 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 an, it's the easiest way to people jump back into your comics is when oh, you do is. a
1: reboot or a relaunch.
0: Absolutely. That's why I start every couple years. And just one issue that I do have with DC in general is... Every time they want to, you know, relaunch, reboot, whatever, it's got to be a huge world-ending event. You know, some big characters got to die, all that kind of bullshit. When y- you don't have to end the world just to, uh, you know, reboot your, your comics. Right, you know, right. You can, you can do a time skip. You can do, you can just kind of, I don't know, just write different characters.
1: Yeah, yeah
0: which is what they're doing here but
1: but they're also making them inhabit the roles of existing characters which is more financially which, viable but it feels kind of bleh from a creative perspective. I was yeah, have that. that. Yeah. Um so I think the last point we should address with this whole the Dio thing is there's been some crazy rumors coming out like I, I mentioned a moment ago. Um the biggest one that I, the I've I've been seeing two that are kind of hand in hand. Uh One of which is saying that AT&T is going to sell DC, or at least, like, dissolve DC as a company and license out its characters to other publishers. Um, There is no factual basis to believe this. One shady uh, outlet reported it, um, and one one guy who works in the comics industry but I don't believe is currently really working with Marvel or DC, um, these two kind of unreliable sources claimed that this is what was happening. Um, Some people have cited the fact that apparently AT&T is $170 billion in debt after investing in the streaming service race. Good God! Yeah, that's insane. But selling DC would not be enough to recoup those losses. The comics industry is not that big of a cash cow.
0: Oh no, that's why I that's why I was in movies now.
1: Right, right. Um, and and I don't think licensing the characters would be much better, you know. So there's no real reason to assume that AT&T will do this. I have a feeling DC Comics is like kind of beneath AT&T's notice. They like to collect the residuals for merchandise from, like, Batman and Superman merch. But I I feel like that's about as far as the relationship with the high, high, higher-ups usually goes at AT AT&T. Again, I don't really have any factual basis for saying that. That's just kind of a feeling I have. But as for the rumors that DC is doomed, there is no reason to believe that is actually true. Um, The other rumor has been that Marvel's going to acquire DC. If the first rumor has no reason to be true, then there's no real reason to believe this one either. Um,
0: Yeah, this pops up every 15, 20 years, really. Like, it happened with Marvel in the 90s when they were about to go under, and, oh, is DC gonna buy Marvel? Mm -hmm. This shit happens all the time. There's no reason to invest any thought into it.
1: Yeah. So... I, I would say if you want more information on this topic, um, there's a YouTube channel I would recommend called Comic Pop. They have a pretty long video they put together covering the news and the potential impact it will have on the comic book industry. Uh, they're very smart and their content's very well made, so, um, and they're frankly far more invested in comic books and more qualified to talk about it than we are. So uh, give, them a, give them a look if, if you're interested.
0: Alright, so in, in less uh, weird, uh, I guess apocalyptic, if you're a big DC fan still, news. Uh, there was an the Animal Crossing Direct that came out at this point last week. Uh, might as well talk about that.
1: Yeah, it was a really
0: great Direct. Yeah, I was really hyped for that. And it, it, I, I believe it paid off.
1: Yeah, Dakota's like a hardcore Animal Crossing fan. I'm a big fan um, but my expectations for the game were pretty much just like, I'll enjoy this. Then I watched the direct, and I was pumped as shit, dude. Yeah, it, dude! I'm it so looks so good. hype! It looks so good. I think oh, it will man. be, I think it will be hands down the best in the series so far.
0: Yeah, this is the Smash Bros. Ultimate yeah. of Animal Crossing, and, and by which I mean everything is included, and <laughs> it'll probably be the best
1: one in the series. Yeah. So, they introduced a lot of new features on top of the old features.
0: So, there's a lot of awesome things that were added in Animal Crossing New Horizon. Um, you can control basically every aspect of the island. Yeah. Um, From where you place, of course, like where you place uh, your bridges and your uh, public works projects, to where you can place your houses, to where you mm-hmm. can place your... Uh, commercial
1: spaces you get to choose where your neighbors place their houses like your villagers you get to terraform the goddamn island that is the part i am the most excited about to know that i have a completely customizable town i could make so it into a the bunch of like little me, islands you know
0: yeah for the people like me who spent way too much time resetting the game to get that perfect island you don't have to you can make your perfect island yeah oh and also paths are actually a thing now which is awesome you don't have to lay down like skins or yeah. sprays on the ground for uh quote-unquote pathways
1: right um one of the things that i think is fun about this game we, we've known this part for a while but they paid a lot of attention to like the mobility of the game where like You can hop over small rivers, larger bodies of waters you can, like, pole vault over. You can set up temporary ladders to get up cliffs. You can choose where all the bridges go, like you said. Um, That's a really pleasant, like, simple but, like, wonderful quality of life change. Uh, Nothing annoyed me more in, like, the GameCube Animal Crossing than knowing that there were, like, two bridges to get across the, the river that ran right through town, and you always had to get a, go out of your way to get from one half of the town to the other. Um, so that kind of stuff, I think, is really cool.
0: Yeah, they, they really put the, uh, I guess, they, they really put the power in, in the uh, the player's hands in this game, which is A-OK with me. Absolutely. We'll, uh, we'll have to see how these microtransactions transactions go, though.
1: Yeah, I'm hoping it's just DLC.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: Um, what other features are you excited for?
0: Uh, nothing that I'm really excited for, but something to note is there's a new kind of currency, like the cat tickets from Animal Crossing Welcome to yeah, which was a, a free DLC for New Leaf, um, which you get these Nook Miles by just doing random objectives. Which you can exchange for, wow. I believe, yeah, a bunch of stuff. There's yeah. like straight up, I think, straight up bells you can exchange for at some mm-hmm. point. Uh, items, uh, upgrades. Yeah. All sorts of stuff like that.
1: We would be remiss if we did not mention, by the way, that that bearded dragon villager who we were so excited about last time uh, was revealed to actually be like a unique NPC. I think his name's like Flick or something like that. Yeah,
0: that 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 was a real bummer to me. That was like I was really excited for like a a lizard, some villain. sort of lizard well, uh, villager.
1: Because frankly, as much as I like the many villagers in Animal Crossing, they've been kind of samey throughout all the games, and lizard villagers would be a really different kind of villager. Um, yeah, but and I, no
0: Grubborn villager either, which is real bummer.
1: I can't believe man, that's just money on the table. I don't know why they didn't do that. Um, right anyway, uh but the the bearded dragon guy is like the bug catching equivalent to chip. that's that's the guy in charge of the fishing contest, right? Yeah, yeah, so he he handles like bug catching contests, which I think are new to this game. um but that's kind of cool. um this this uh this direct really buried the lead by the way. i I kept getting like little moments of of fear as we as I watched it because for the longest time. In that direct they acted like the tent was your entire home and you compensated for the lack of house by having like a yard that you could put furniture in and i was like oh that's horrible and then eventually they're like oh yeah and you can upgrade your houses which i don't know why i ever doubted that you could they also wait forever to mention the museum which i love the museum and they went so long without mentioning it, and it would be so strange for there to mu- be a museum on a deserted island that I was like, did they cut that shit? But no, it's in there too.
0: Everything is basically included. Even yeah. uh, even Isabelle.
1: Yes, which is interesting. I think she's going to be like a new mini-mascot for the series, probably.
0: It noted Noted. whiskey aficionado Isabelle has <laughs> yeah. returned.
1: Yeah, she does drink whiskey. Oh, we should also note... Um, now you can customize your characters before you start the game, so it's not like a crapshoot anymore.
0: Gotta hope those afros, because oh. there, there's there's a generic that, that's that's the hairstyle I have. So yeah, you know there's a generic like afro wig you can put on that I eventually got in new leaf. Yeah, but I, I just that's 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 the thing. And I am should... I'm, I'm, I'm weird with, with with my customizable characters. They either got to have an afro, or if I'm not in the game cornrows just like I'm a
1: sucker for dumb hairstyles I feel like the afro might be a slight problem because how would hats sit on it man
0: uh not very well yeah. speaking of a personal experience yeah
1: I guess I guess you would know I feel like there was one other thing I wanted to mention that I thought was really cool um oh the the crafting um so we we knew about the kind of crafting aspect to this game already but they expounded upon it a little bit where like You can harvest materials from uh, the world around you and use them to either build or customize furniture in addition to being able to buy furniture from Tom Nook. uh, There's like a DIY bench you can use to create stuff. Um, There's also the co-op. This is the first Animal Crossing game to have like true good co-op.
0: Yeah, and they went whole hog. It's up to eight people.
1: Yeah, it's up to eight people. Is that just on one console, or is it less on one console? I don't remember. It's,
0: uh, on one console, it's up to eight people, and that's online and offline.
1: Okay, okay. Um, but, like, if you're doing it offline, they have this system where you can make one character be the leader that the camera follows, and you kind of join them as they do their stuff, but the leader can be switched at any time, so it's not like one person dominates the entire experience. Uh, when you're online, I think you're pretty much just free to run around, right?
0: Yeah, and they have a system set up where if you're just friends with the person, uh, you don't have to exchange, switch codes. You can just set up a one-time code people can put in, they can visit your island. Right. Uh, but if you're not a best friend in their system, you can't, like, dig shit up or, like, pick flowers or, right. like, chop down trees yeah. and fuck with their uh, ecosystem.
1: You can't grief them as Minecraft players would say.
0: Yeah, that's, that's pretty lame. Yeah. But everything else uh, I'm super excited for. it. Well, I'm, I'm well, counting down the days.
1: Well hey, you forgot the other end of that though. You can also set somebody as a best friend, which allows them to do those things. It's so, like, if you have a best friend, you can play legit co-op with them where they can like cut down trees and craft stuff right alongside you. Which I think is pretty cool. That's super cool. Yeah. But yeah, I think this is this is probably gonna be the best Animal Crossing game, like almost without a shadow of a doubt. I'm excited. Oh yeah, we're gonna play it a lot.
0: Oh hell yeah. And we're gonna do a whole episode on it.
1: We might even do two. I we're both pretty excited. We'll
0: see. Before we get to our next bit of news, there, um, I'm just gonna uh, do a little bit of a throw to. Uh... To an ad break so uh we'll be right back welcome back to the light show uh if you didn't hear anything uh we were brought up by disney over the commercial break but we want to been dumped faster than our next topic here which was uh the fucking ceo
1: so brian tell us about how bob Iger just up and fucking left i mean i don't think that's really a fair way to put it honestly he uh he kind of gave himself an upgrade because he stepped down as CEO, but now he's what, what It was executive chairman,
0: I think. Executive chairman, which I did Google. Uh, which apparently it's like you still like a chairman of the of like a board, so you still like answers to the CEO, but he also has more power than the CEO. Yeah. So
1: he is. He he has stated that he is exclusively going to be looking after creative endeavors, and. What's the new guy's fucking name? It's another Bob. The guy who replaced
0: Bob Iger is uh, Bob Chappick, who, oh, he ran, like, the Disney parks. Right. He was, like, the top guy at the Disney parks. Yeah,
1: so he certainly has experience with big projects and handling lots of money. So Iger still has a lot of power just on the creative end, while this other guy has power on the financial business end. Um, And this is pretty common in... Uh, Disney's history, you know, famously Walt was creative and Roy was business, and I think there's been a couple such pairings since then in the company. Um, But Bob Iger really didn't downgrade here. He just gave himself less responsibility, arguably more influence, um, at least certainly over the creative, and he's still going to be getting a fat check now, I do believe he has said definitively that he will leave the company for good in 2021.
0: Yeah, his contract expires on
1: December 31st, 2021.
0: Yeah. That is when he will, uh, if, if like, I guess, retire.
1: Yeah. It is a bit odd the day they chose to announce this. It was like a random Tuesday. And it's like, if you only have like one to two years left in your contract, I can't remember when in 2021 he's leaving then why would you not make this change to creative, executive, like, when you had more time left to enjoy it? Um, all I can think is maybe they were still grooming the uh, the current guy to take over. Um, it sounds like they've been discussing this for years, so.
0: I assume that's what it is, is that he's stepping aside to kind of show uh, Bob Chapick the ropes. Yeah. He's going from running the park to running uh, Disney itself. Right.
1: There could be a lot of reasons why Iger's doing this. He might just want to retire. Uh, he might be taking a stab at being president. Um, in the past, <laughs> in the past, he put his, his hat in the ring uh, for a presidential run. Um, so I wouldn't be terribly surprised. Oh, that was real. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh. if in like 2024 you saw his name popping up as a potential uh, contender for the Republican side. Um, oh God. Yeah, but um, for anybody who doesn't know, Iger has been a very interesting guy at Disney. He's acquired a lot of acclaim and money for the company pretty much just by throwing the company's weight around. He has acquired a lot of shit um, since he's owned Disney, or not owned Disney, but been running Disney. Most famously, Marvel and Star Wars were both his acquisitions. Um, Star Wars arguably... As well as Fox. As, as well as Fox. God, how, how could I forget Fox? Yeah.
0: Pretty much every every big thing last like ten years has been all Iger shit.
1: Yeah, but uh, the Marvel acquisition has been incredibly lucrative for Disney. Star Wars one has mostly been, but it's kind of been the one like Thorn and in, in Disney's side recently. The Fox acquisition, I think, it kind of remains to be seen, but it's gonna bolster Marvel and give them something to, more to work with with Disney Plus, which I believe was also his idea. So Bob Iger left an imprint you know he wasn't necessarily like he didn't exactly cultivate like a Disney renaissance but he made, a, made it his goal to purchase everything else that was good in entertainment and uh, make Disney good by extension kind of yeah he was certainly like a savvy businessman definitely so why don't we move on to our actual main topic uh, which is that that indie game that Dakota mentioned earlier Minecraft you might have heard of it. Um, yeah,
0: it's it's been it's a bit of a cult hit.
1: Oh yeah, a little bit of a cult classic. Yeah, it's,
0: it's only it's only been on uh, forty different systems.
1: <laughs> it only occupies an entire uh, aisle of the toy section in every store, but you know.
0: Yeah, it, it's only the it's only the highest selling game in uh, video game history.
1: Yeah. Um. So anyway. We want to talk about Minecraft, uh, partially because we didn't exactly know what to talk about today, and it's like, we got to talk about Minecraft eventually, right? Yeah. Um, but also, we do both have a fair amount of affection for Minecraft. In the past couple days, I fell back into playing it a little bit. It is extremely addictive. Um, Minecraft, I don't know if we really even need to explain what Minecraft is. Who doesn't know what it is? It's a fun, like, more or less sandbox game that has... Creative elements, it has survival, adventure, exploring elements to it. It's pretty much whatever you want to make of it. One of the things I've always kind of championed with Minecraft is that if you have a creative mind in any way, you will always find a way to come back to Minecraft and have fun with it. Yeah. You know? Anybody who tells me, I liked Minecraft, but I got bored of it, I'm always like, then you're not putting enough thought into the shit you can do in that game. Um. There's always something new and wacky to build. There's almost always something you haven't explored or tried. I think there's a lot of merit to 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 playing the game, and uh, it's been really fun revisiting it and kind of learning the ropes all over again now that there's been like a massive update.
0: Oh, it's beautiful. Um, um people. uh this is off the top of my head. People have made like calculators in Minecraft. Yep. Uh, entire working computers. Yep. I just read an article that someone remade Metroid Fusion <laughs> in Minecraft? Oh, that's great. I love that. The, the possibilities are... I'd say endless.
1: Yeah. Um, you can play in creative mode if you're not interested in the survival aspects. Then you can like fly around and you have access to every material. I think we both prefer the survival mode. Um, it adds some challenge to it and it's not purely creative cuz we're not that creative. Um
0: but yeah, we we started a podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can't be that a, creative. A nerd culture podcast.
0: At least we're not a true crime podcast.
1: Hey, that's valid, man. When when did you first uh, start playing Minecraft? do You remember?
0: I do actually. Um Oh yeah? Yeah, my first experience with Minecraft, I was at a friend of mine's house and uh they were messing around with, like, the free, like, creative mode demo. Okay. This is back, God, probably 2011, 2012. Around the time it was still in, like, the alpha stages or beta stages even. Yeah, okay. Uh It was on an old MacBook. <laughs> I didn't have a mouse. Wow. So I was playing with a trackpad. Nice. And uh, the first thing I did was build a giant golden penis.
1: That's about right, Yeah. Yeah. But like Especially first... for middle school Dakota. Oh, yeah. This is, this
0: is, this is like, yeah, prime middle school Dakota.
1: Um, just prime Dakota.
0: Oh, really, yeah. My that was first... your peak, man. God damn it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my first serious experience, though, with Minecraft was around, uh, I believe it was beta 1.7, I believe okay which that's when i actually bought the game for my for someone bought the game for me
1: okay i cannot give nearly as detailed uh, an account of when i started it as you can i was a fairly late bloomer to minecraft i don't think i had the actual like computer version of the game until like high school like early high school uh you were you were one of the group of guys i played it with back then um and we played it a lot together for years Um, pretty much through all of high school, if I remember correctly, maybe even a little bit beyond before that though, I was really desperate for Minecraft because there were certain YouTubers at the time that I really liked who played Minecraft constantly. So like, I already, I already knew all the crafting recipes and I already knew how the game worked, and I, I just wanted to try it. So I was that kid who had the shitty mobile version on my iPod. Oh, Um, Nice. And I would just sit around playing that horrible, dinky piece of shit that at the time, I think, only had creative mode, and it was it was a very limited version of creative mode.
0: Oh, yeah. Um.
1: Yeah, but, uh, by the time I got into Minecraft, the game was pretty fully formed. I don't remember what version it was, but, like, Hunger existed, XP existed, you know, all of the trappings of survival and creative existed. I want to say the Ender Dragon and the Ender Portals and stuff was already in there, um... But we had so much fun with the game at the time. Um, I think we mostly, like, even beyond the core mechanics of the game, I, I do pl- enjoy playing it, like, single player by myself. But uh, for us, it was really just a way to, like, hang out with friends. There were three or four of us where we would, like, get together in a Skype call and and just hang out and build together and share resources and grief each other and be assholes to each other. It was, it was I don't know, th- those were some really fun oh, um, God. experiences
0: man those really were the days though
1: so something else uh with minecraft is it like evolves constantly there have been a lot of updates to it and they just recently did like a pretty large update that really changed up the game quite a bit i have only scratched the surface of that update uh in my recent um you know time playing the game um but do you remember how excited we would get when there'd be, like, a massive update to the game? They weren't always super common, and, you know, three or four of us would hop into a server and just go hog wild trying to figure all the new stuff out. Oh, hell yeah,
0: dude. Um, That's half the fun of Minecraft, is coming back and exploring all the new shit they added.
1: Yeah. And some, for some reason, they decided to, like, pay lip service to, like, the idea of having, like... A story or an end endpoint where eventually they ended added in like the Ender Pearls and the Ender Dragon. If and if you did all this stuff, you could f- beat the boss of the game and see the fucking credits. And we never did that. That shit was pointless.
0: Yeah, it really it really was. Um, yeah. There's so much to do in Minecraft that you don't have to follow the I, I guess story.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. We we always had different stuff to do. What was what was uh what was like something kind of weird that you particularly loved doing in in Minecraft?
0: Uh, the thing that I used to do, I still do sometimes is uh I'll find a village, and then I'll just oh, kind of right. hang out in it. Oh. And I'll like just take over one of the one of the empty houses, make it my own, build a big ass basement, and then like just uh, kill mobs all night because I never have enough iron to build an iron golem.
1: Do you massacre the villagers, or you just leave them, or?
0: No, they're they're no, we're friends. They're we're, we're friends. Okay. Yeah.
1: Name three of them.
0: Uh, there's there's, uh, there's oh yeah, uh, yeah, and uh. uh. uh
1: huh, 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 huh. Oh, you know them. I do. It's a it's a small <laughs> world. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so the thing that I like to do in Minecraft I have to warn you it's a little fucked up Oh oh uh, where's this going? So you know how you could make like leads like you could make little like lassos that you could use <laughs> to lead like uh farm animals around yeah <laughs> you know exactly where this is going. <laughs> If if you put a little post down, you could tie the lead to it and like tether the animal in place. Um we had a friend who was in the server for like three or four days and he built like a treehouse and never came back. And so eventually <laughs> I, I put a bunch of I put a bunch of posts on the roof of his house and I brought far, bar I I brought farm animals up there and I tied them to the post and I knocked them over the edge. <laughs> I fucking hanged them from his
0: treehouse. <laughs> I remember that. We ended up doing that with an iron golem at one
1: point. <laughs> just... Well, the funniest thing was the iron iron golem was big enough that when you would smack it to get it to fly over the edge and, you know, die. Um, sometimes, because, like, the, the last one was, like, kind of yo-yo. So, like, it would he would like swing down so low that he would hit the ground and die and by the time the lead came up like the iron chunks were falling through the air oh god it was some brutal shit it i really i got it was. i went mad with power doing that and <laughs> at at one point we did get that friend to come back into the server and i made sure to have as many pigs and cows um hanging from his house as physically possible um <laughs> It was just this horrible, like cacophony of sh- of shrieks and moos. That you was good shit. mean, a lifetime of memories. <laughs> oh man. Um, God, I love so Minecraft. I it is a fun game, and it's a little hard to talk about it for the purposes of a podcast. We kind of intended for this to be a short episode, and I, I think it will be. Uh, oh, yeah. Just because, just because, like. At the end of the day, Minecraft is whatever you make of it. Um, if you, like, if you know how to have fun with Minecraft, you can pretty much do it forever. Um, you know, as long as, you, you know, you're going to need breaks for burnout and stuff. And I think mining the past couple days in Minecraft is legitimately starting to give me carpal tunnel. But, other- <laughs> <laughs> but like, I otherwise, it's a perfectly happens. fun experience. So should we talk about the YouTuber effect? Uh
0: you mean what made Minecraft popular and then not popular and then popular again?
1: Yeah, the same thing that destroyed it and built it and rebuilt it, yeah. Um so it sounds like you found Minecraft more or less on your own. Um, I absolutely found it through YouTubers. Um I don't know if this is gonna like age me. Um, uh, but uh I when I was younger, like middle school, early high school, I watched a lot of the creatures who are now gone. They're dead. Their company fell apart, and some of them moved on to do better things. Um, and Uber Hacks or Nova and a few other oh. members of the er, a few other early members of the creatures were big Minecraft players. Um, and I found it, I found their videos really appealing because while they were doing fun and, and interesting stuff in Minecraft, the thing that appealed to me the most was it was just like a bunch of friends hanging around and giving each other shit, and uh, that's more or less what we use the game for. Like I said, um, but that was definitely what got me interested in Minecraft, and I think that's true for a lot of people, not necessarily those YouTubers, but YouTubers in general.
0: Oh yeah, there was a whole there was a whole like ecosystem of YouTube Minecraft people. That's a great way to
1: put it, man. Uh, an ecosystem. Uh, yeah, it's there hard
0: was. About, oh, sorry. I'm trying to think of. I'm trying to. I'm trying to date myself now. I'm trying to think of some.
1: Uh, did PewDiePie ever do Minecraft? I'm sure he, he did, did at some Wheels. point. He it. Them, right? His big
0: thing was Happy Wheels. I'm sure at some point he played Minecraft. Yeah. Uh, um, so, uh, let's see. Paul source Jr. was one that I watched. Okay. Uh Ant Venom. Yes, He's I remember Ant Venom. He still does YouTube uh, Minecraft videos. Really? Okay. Uh, I asked Cupquake. Yeah. Because you know, she was a girl. Yes. So many, so many YouTubers.
1: Every single one of the creatures pretty much did Minecraft videos. Um, there's also like people like Sky Does Minecraft. Where like eventually Minecraft became popular enough that you just found channels completely dedicated to Minecraft. Um, and I think that's kind of when Minecraft started to go sour in pop culture. I'm not blaming Sky Does Minecraft. In particular, I'm just it's saying It's definitely like, not
0: all his fault. That's not what we're saying.
1: Not even close. It's not, I'm, what I'm it's saying not is, all your fucking fault.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what I'm saying is that YouTube became horribly oversaturated with Minecraft videos. Um, and I remember there was a point in history where the, the creatures took a kind of a dive in popularity because they basically said, no more Minecraft. We're sick of playing Minecraft. And a lot of the people who followed them were only interested in watching them play Minecraft. Um, so it was it was this weird like double-edged sword where the platform had become oversaturated and people were sick of it but also tons of people were on YouTube to watch Minecraft videos
0: yeah it's, it's, it's just the way things work on the internet it's something like, gets popular everyone rushes to check it out capitalize yeah. on it and yeah. then there's just such an oversaturation that it, it just dies out yeah. uh, and for a long is- time for- Minecraft just wasn't like cool to play.
1: Yeah, there were a few people who continued to carry the torch, but it ne- it was it has never returned to its the peak of popularity on YouTube that it once had. Um. So there, there's also an interesting aspect to the YouTuber effect, which is that YouTube is is there an age restriction on YouTube? Is it like 13 or something?
0: Uh. Yeah, that, that's why YouTube Kids is a thing now.
1: Right. But that shit never stopped anybody. Oh, fuck no. So like, YouTube, YouTube is extremely accessible to kids. And there was this weird effect where a lot of the people who were playing Minecraft games, or were playing Minecraft on their channels, were in no way family-friendly. Um, I'm sorry to keep going back to the creatures, but they're the primary source of Minecraft videos that I watched at the time. They swore like sailors all the fucking time, you know, like there was nothing kid friendly about their content, but lots of kids watched them. And so as a result, despite nobody really, at least not originally, intending to target young kids with these videos, Minecraft quickly, Minecraft and Minecraft YouTube quickly became seen as like the domain of children.
0: Oh yeah, which was a huge bomber. That's that's what it was for the longest time. It was like Minecraft became like the kids' game.
1: Wow, did you hear that? (laughs) Yeah, he came in with a donut. Shut the fuck
0: up, man. Did he agree? Is that, is that him agreeing? No. Uh, which, Buddy, you don't play with my Pikmin plush. Which one is that? What, what's his opinion on on, uh, on Minecraft?
1: Let me ask. It's Sebby, by the way. Sebby! Hey! What's your opinion on Minecraft? Hey! What's your opinion on Minecraft? Hey! Wow, what an asshole. Jeez. Put his ass up to the mic. Not a Minecraft guy. Anyway. Not a Minecraft guy. Even though they have cats in Minecraft? Yeah, right? Dude, that that was a big update at one point. Oh my time. god, yeah, no. Had when they added dogs, Minecraft.
0: everything fucking
1: changed. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, so for some reason, Minecraft suddenly became perceived as like a thing for kids. Um, they merchandised the hell out of Minecraft. Oh my to, god. Uh, to hell and back. Minecraft... Um,
0: blew up There was there's no way I can overstate how insanely popular Minecraft well, is but was
1: do you think it's do you think it's safe to say that it came the closest of any franchise to replicating the Pokemon craze of the 90s
0: I, I'd i be safe to say yeah it
1: did Minecraft I don't know if it quite reached that point damn but near it was became a religion. close yeah yeah um, and then it collapsed under its own weight, and it kind of fell out of vogue for a long time, like most religions. Um, uh, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't remember that happening to Christianity, but you never know. Um, I guess it collapsed under its own weight when that guy died. But oh yeah. Instead of just, maybe instead, cut instead of that.
0: selling indulgences, it's just Minecraft cards. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You want to get anyway. into the aether, don't you, kid? <laughs> <coughs> 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 oh my god. If you don't buy these Minecraft cards, you're going straight to the nether. <laughs> Where you can, you can hear all the gasps go. <whistles> <whistles> anyway, but yeah. Marketed to Hell and Back, uh, merchandise to Hell and Back, specifically to kids. Um, It very much became perceived as a kid's thing, and you and I both noticed, not just, like, in general, but even with specific friends that we have, that suddenly nobody was really interested in Minecraft because it was seen as, like, the kid's game. Yeah. Um, It has recently had a major resurgence, though, where i have seen so many memes along the lines of, why did we ever stop playing Minecraft? That shit's fun as hell. Right? Uh, it's and minecraft is still fun no
0: it's very fun and it's still being updated they just yeah. they just uh, they just released uh, bees
1: yes they sure did I punched one and it poisoned me <laughs> just like real life <laughs> Steve canonical
0: bee allergy <laughs>
1: um um I'll have you know that I have a link skin so I'm not really minecraft Steve
0: oh my bad my bad
1: There's, there's a huge line of, of knockoff third-party merch, like, isn't there, like, an infamous Minecraft book called Stinky Steve? Dude, oh my
0: god, I thought I was one of these rabbit holes one of these days, yeah. There's, like, unauthorized, like, Minecraft stories. Uh, there's, what, there's, I swear to God, I've sent you screenshots of it, it was, like, Stinky Steve versus the Burpinator or
1: some shit. (laughs) Oh yeah,
0: oh yeah. Um, um, oh, there's a Minecraft uh, book that I, I keep seeing in, like, audible suggestions for me, because I'm a kid, apparently. Um, where yes, you are. It was written by Max Brooks, the World War Z guy. Oh my god, what? And the audiobook first was narrated by Jack Black. Oh my god. It, it's really hard to understate how fucking massive Minecraft was. Minecraft was so big... At one point, there was merchandising for Minecraft YouTubers. Like, yeah, you I was
1: gonna bring up. You could that up. buy that shit in stores. Wasn't wasn't there not a Sky Does Minecraft plushie?
0: Uh, Am I crazy? No, there was also an action figure. There was like it was like TubeCraft
1: or some shit is the brand. Right. Yes, I do remember that. When I briefly worked in the toy section of a store, I sold that shit constantly. Like I said, it's been
0: on every console known to man. And just to fill time here, I'm going to list a bunch of them right now. Windows, Mac OS, Linux, Android, iOS, Xbox 360, Raspberry Pi, Windows Phone, PlayStation 3, Amazon Fire OS, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PlayStation Vita, Universal Windows Platform, Wii U, TV OS. I'm not even sure what the fuck that is. Nintendo Switch and new Nintendo 3DS and probably like calculators well, at this go- point.
1: It's gotten to the point where Microsoft cuz Microsoft purchased Mojang eventually, um it got to the point where they sometimes they just package it for free with computers or at least they make the app in, in you know immediately installed on computers. You probably still have to make an account and pay for it. They yeah, still assume, have dropped the but...
0: 2695 for Minecraft, but it's it's pre-installed on your fucking Windows 10 machine now. Yeah. Um, there's even a Minecraft China, which I want to touch on real quick. Uh, there's okay. nothing super special about it. Uh, like China, it's uh, a little cheaper and a little uh, kind of behind the times. Oh my
1: god. What? Oh my god. You can't just insult one of the largest population centers on the planet like that.
0: They're not listening, are they? Are they?
1: I mean they're all trapped inside right now while the coronavirus ravages their country so maybe
0: oh oh crap you're right uh well poor guy uh if there are any chinese listeners who uh got enough vpn support to get through the great firewall uh hang in there guys shut the fuck up that's a real thing (laughs) i know i know you just can't resist the digs uh... i can't dude Anyway, well, Minecraft China, it, um, it's basically, uh, your Bedrock version, which is what your, uh, Xbox, PlayStation, uh, Nintendo Switch versions are, and Java Edition, which is your, you know, obviously your PC version, but it's like... Your superior version. Yeah, obviously. There's mods and shit. Minecraft China is, like, two versions behind, I think. They're on, like, 1.3, I think. we on 1.5 okay. now. Uh, that's okay. really the only difference.
1: That's not even that bad. That used to be pretty standard for like the console editions. I'm, I'm not sure if those have caught up by now, but I remember like the version you could have on Xbox 360 was several updates behind the PC version.
0: That, that's still kind um, of that's still kind of the thing. They're kind of closing the gap on that, but I, I don't okay. think there's bees on like your Nintendo Switch version. There's. Uh...
1: <laughs> you really like those bees. What about the turtles, man? Dude, I love those fucking bees, dude. I love the way they poison me. <laughs> Hashtag toxic relationship (laughs) golden. Anyway, um, do you want to touch on that movie that you're obsessing about really quickly? Oh my god, that's
0: right. Speaking of cultural impacts, dude, there's a Minecraft movie in development. So I found this in, uh, I found this uh, while I was going through trying to figure out things to talk about for this because Minecraft is huge, but it's also like really hard to talk about. It is. Oh, man, so, like, let's see. I'm trying to to think of the actual timeline for it, but that's hard. Uh, We don't need to get super in-depth. It's been in
1: development for a long time.
0: There have been rumors of it since, like, 2012. And uh, it's expected to be released in March 2022. Uh, It was, at one point, budgeted at $150 million dollars. And it wow. was directed and written by Rob McElhenney, the guy from *It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia*. Strange choice. <laughs> the gang makes a Minecraft movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he got pushed out. It just it just kind of ended up dying. Uh, and Peter Solit is now the writer director for the film, which is apparently entirely different from McElhenney's version. That does not. Uh, and Peter me. Solit, for those of you who don't know who that is. Uh, he wrote and directed Raising Victor Vargas, and probably more popular Nick and Norris Infinite Playlist, which is to say, uh, middling
1: rom-coms. Yeah, I've never heard of either of those. Um, you know, in the era of the Emoji movie, it should be, like, no surprise whatsoever that a Minecraft movie is in the works. Um, and I think you will, de- I, I think that this is the kind of movie that might have stayed in production limbo forever, but now that you've now that sonic the hedgehog has made so many headlines i think minecraft is definitely gonna come out i think it's probably gonna become a priority i think that 150 million or whatever budget is like a lot but you never know um did you happen to see it's not a big deal if you didn't but did you happen to see what studio was attached to it um i think it was warner brothers okay they they did sonic right No, it was Paramount. Uh, That was
0: Paramount that did did Sonic. Okay.
1: Anyway, I think we should probably move on. We did initially plan to talk about mods. I think if we ever do talk about that, we might save that for like a fun throwaway episode in the future. We've already talked quite a bit. Just suffice it to say that there's a lot of really interesting and in-depth mods for Minecraft. There's like Pixelmon for me is one of the coolest, uh, where it's basically just like, fully functional pokemon mechanics within minecraft. Um, there's also a lot of fun personalized servers for minecraft like um is it skyblock? Is that the the challenge where That's... you're on like a, a little stone platform and you have to survive and like I believe accomplish so objectives? yeah. Okay. That one was fun. Um you me and a, a friend of ours played on a windcraft server for a long time which was like oh, minecraft God. with with rpg elements. That was crazy. It's fun. a
0: minecraft rpg it was fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, and of course, there's the myriad of like hunger games uh style servers and yes, yeah stuff. that that was a whole subgenre of YouTube videos yeah, point. yeah those were
1: fun. I remember those those were great um, yeah,
0: those were super fun um
1: and then people would also do like crazy like platforming challenges where you'd be putting like uh like a maze and you'd have to puzzle solve your way through it. I feel like there's a specific word for that in in minecraft. I can't think of what it is right now um, uh
0: there 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 were another big thing was parkour.
1: Yes. Yeah. The parkour like Everyone. Challenges.
0: Everyone. Everyone did fucking uh, Minecraft parkour.
1: Yeah, that's. Kind I of was. Stuff... I was really good
0: at for for like a hot minute.
1: That kind of stuff has died down quite a bit. It seems like to me. It could be I'm just not following it anymore. But I don't see videos like that pop up a lot on YouTube.
0: But anyway, and now the... it's mostly like mod showcases.
1: Yeah. the The point is that Minecraft is an insanely flexible game, and it's had a lot of extremely dedicated fans over its history. Um, And I really think just about anybody can enjoy Minecraft, at least for a little bit. I think most people can enjoy it almost indefinitely. It's by no means like my favorite game in the world, but like I enjoy revisiting it from time to time, especially when you can play with friends. (sighs) I guess we should talk a little bit about the legacy of Minecraft. This won't be super in-depth either, but uh, I do think it has had a pretty significant impact on video games. Um, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It certainly had that cultural impact like we mentioned. Like it it is in every store, you know, merchandise is everywhere. There's going to be a movie, you know. We we've we've gone over that. But how many games do you think have borrowed some element of crafting and survival like in Minecraft?
0: Too many to count. Uh there I was in my research, I found the Wikipedia, of course, the researcher's best friend. There was a whole subsection dedicated to Minecraft clones.
1: Yes. Um,
0: God, if, if you go on, like, even on, like, your, your App Store or your Google Play Store, you're gonna find... You, you put in Minecraft, you're gonna find a million fucking clones for it.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, even even back at the time, there was some, like, debate between, like, Minecraft and Terraria terraria never took off like minecraft did and i want to say we figured out that it's slightly it came slightly after the alpha of minecraft i think i could be wrong minecraft
0: alpha originally was released to the public in 2009 okay uh the game itself didn't come into beta until 2011 and terraria was released like a month before minecraft came out of alpha
1: oh okay okay so Terraria did, did uh, uh, pr- precede it by a little bit. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Just slightly. I, do, I, I played a little bit of Terraria. I definitely preferred Minecraft back in the day. Um, but yeah, you, you can see the influences all over the place. Even in fucking Animal Crossing, which we were talking about earlier, Like there is a crafting and like scavenging system not nearly as integral to the game as Minecraft, but, like, you chop down trees to get wood, you use that wood to make things, you know? Um, do you, can you think of any 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 examples that, like, particularly stick out in your mind as either being good or big?
0: Not really. <laughs> um, by the time uh, Minecraft got... Popular enough to warrant its whole its own like crazy influences on the rest of like gaming. Mm-hmm. I was kind of out of it, unfortunately. Okay. I I, I I didn't really pay attention to any of the, anything that wasn't like specifically Minecraft. Like, even Terraria, I I gave it a shot. I wasn't super into it.
1: Right. I'm not even just talking about Minecraft clones, though. I'm talking about like how certain elements of Minecraft came to become integrated into many other different games. Like if you if you told me that um crafting things and terraforming an island would ever be a part of Animal Crossing, I would have laughed at you. You know what I mean?
0: Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm following now. I don't know what disconnect was there, but yeah, I I'm following now. Um, Okay. And even then, there's not a whole lot that I can think of. The the obvious connection, I guess would be Fortnite or games of that ilk. To a certain extent, Because Minecraft Hunger Games stuff was so popular, uh, you could say it was an early version of the Battle Royale genre. Yeah. But then again, you could say, like, the Hunger Games books were that, or Battle Royale, if you want to go back far enough. Yeah. That was a Japanese movie.
1: One game that might seem like an odd example, but it's something that I played recently, uh, is like Subnautica.
0: I haven't played that. Uh, what's, uh, what's, what's the deal with Subnautica?
1: Subnautica is you are dumped in a big ocean world. I don't think it's randomly generated. Uh, it might be. And you explore and harvest materials to build stuff. You know, it is, it is underwater Minecraft, but it's less charming and more clunky because not everything's, because, like, it's slightly realistic graphics instead of everything being cubes. Okay. There, I, I feel like there are a lot of games like that. Um, oh, yeah, there's there's a whole lot of uh, survival
0: action-adventure games that kind of took uh, at least notes from Minecraft. There's nothing that uh, I can think of specifically, but there's, a, there's enough there that if you yeah. look deep enough... You could probably get traced back into Minecraft. Uh,
1: Another one we played together was, uh... Don't Starve Together.
0: Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, Don't Starve.
1: That was a fucking blast.
0: Um... I had so much fun with that on my... (laughs) Barely running on my laptop.
1: Yeah. Same. Um... But that... That blended survival and... Um... Crafting and collection and stuff like that. Resource management. Yes, very much resource management. Um... So the point is, maybe we don't have a ton of examples at our disposal, but uh, Minecraft spread fast, um, influenced much, and if you fell out of it because you didn't like it being perceived as a kid's game, or you had just played too much of it, or you were sick of seeing it on shelves in toy stores, you should check it out again. It's still fun.
0: Yeah, I'm probably going to go in and play some Minecraft as soon as we're done recording this. Hell yeah, brother. Like I'm I'm really in the mood for some Minecraft now.
1: Get some get some Carpal Tunnel to match my own. <laughs>
0: I'm about to. Hell yeah. On that note, I don't want to wait any longer. I'm gonna fire up Minecraft right now. But while I'm doing that Uh, you know, you can find me, Dakota, on Twitter and Instagram at DakRussellFord. Brian, is there any update on you yet? Hell no. Cool, still a ghost. Um... Hell yeah. Just to fill time, I'm gonna drop in there real quick. Yeah, make sure to rate and review. Uh, click that like button. Click the bell for, uh... That's a YouTube thing.
1: (laughs) Follow us.
0: Yeah. Subscribe to us on your preferred platform of choice.
1: Spread the good word.
0: You know, give us them clicks. We're not making money with this yet, but, uh... You know, I'll shill anything, man. Like like
1: niche gamer, <laughs> hit me up. I love you guys. We're already basically advertising them for free. I don't know why they would uh pay us to do so.
0: I don't know. I'm still waiting. Hey, I'm still waiting
1: on that audible email. But hey man, if they done the shit and they want to do it anyway, fine.
0: I heart react to all your posts, guys. Please 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 advertise on the podcast. I'm sorry for calling you as shit.
1: Dakota, wrap this up before I say something worse.
0: Yeah. Don't ruin our our slim to known chances. I Uh, apologize. Yo, again, my name is Dakota. I'm Brian. We still don't have a good outro for this show, so you're listening to the Light Show. Have a wonderful night. Eat ass. (laughs) Live fast, eat ass.